Hello and welcome to Lunar Paranormals Podcast with your host, psychic medium and paranormal investigator, Lizzie Conley. You'll hear about mind-blowing paranormal experiences had by Lizzie, as well as strategies and tips on how to cope with your own psychic medium abilities. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump in to today's episode of Lunar Paranormal. Hey guys, and welcome back to Lunar Paranormals Podcast. This is going to be episode nine. I cannot believe nine episodes, and I say this every single time when I start this show, and I know it's getting annoying, but I cannot believe nine freaking weeks. Um, I hope you really hope you guys really liked the episode with Kyle last week, really got to know him. I hope you guys went and followed him, checked out his social media. He really is a great person. If you haven't checked out that episode, go to episode eight, Strangers in Utah. It was an amazing episode. Thank you again, Kyle, for being on. Um, so today we're going to change it up a little bit. I do not have a guest with me. Um, I am going to talk about the different types of spirits, entities, magical beings, things that exist within the paranormal, um, the supernatural. You know, this is an episode I've wanted to get into. I know a lot of people have questions of like, finally, what's the difference between a ghost and a spirit and all this? So we're going to talk about all of that today. I hope that this answers any questions that you guys have about the different types. Now, I'm going to be reading some textbook definitions and then just kind of go into my feelings of what the different ones are being a psychic medium. So we're going to start with ghost. A uh, ghost is in folklore. A ghost is a soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that it can appear that can appear to the living in ghost lore. Descriptions of ghost vary widely from an invisible presence, a translucent or barely visible wispy shape to realistic lifelike forms. And uh, Roman goddesses call them Hecate. So I'm sure you guys have heard that before. Um, a ghost to me is basically, it goes hand in hand uh, with the supernatural. This is what I hunt. Being a paranormal investigator, we look for ghosts. Um, sometimes we will call them spirits. I know that I like to use the term spirit more because I don't really feel like there's much of a difference between spirit and ghost, to be completely honest. In my mind, I just think spirit's more of a wide term. Um, spirit's used in, in many different things. So we'll go into to the definition of spirit. Um, in folklore belief, spirit is a vital principle of animating force within all living things. As recently as 1628 and 1633, respectively, both William Harvey and Rene Descartes still speculated that somewhere within the body, in a special locality, there was a vital spirit or vital force which animated the whole bodily frame. Just as like an engine would in a car, you know, stuff like that. Um, people have frequently conceived, um, can, um, yeah, conceived a spirit as a supernatural being or a non-physical entity. For example, a demon, ghost, fairy, or angel. Um, in ancient Islamic uh, terminology, however, uh, the term spirit applies to only pure spirits, um, but not in other invisible creatures such as jinn, demons, and angels. So... I guess it just depends on what type of religion you follow and things. I also do know that Latin and Latin spirit is spiritus and it means breath. Um, so I know that that's a little different too. Um, so for me, there really is no difference between spirit and ghost. Now, 
There are terms that people use for spirit, like you're in good spirits. So the attitude you have that you're putting out towards things, the positivity, whether the negative, I feel like spirit controls who you are as a person. This is your emotions. This goes deep inside. Um, I almost want to say that spirit to me is close to soul, the soul that's within you, the spirit that's within you. This is who you are as a person. This is who it this is this is your makeup you know this is who you are no spirit or soul is the same not even identical twins you know and i'm an identical twin so there's a difference so i feel like you know every day you're in a good you're in a good mood that's your spirit being in a good mood i feel like the way you treat people i feel like it really does make up a lot of things about you and what you do and who you are so i feel like the spirit is the soul. I, I just, you know, for me, it goes hand in hand. That's why I always say when I when I talk to spirit. And I know a lot of you guys are going to be like, wow, you do say that a lot. What do you mean by when you say, well, spirit? When I say spirit, guys, it just is like an overall term for me that I'm talking to something on the other side that you can't see. Something that has had a soul, something that may have not. Um, you know, for me, it's, I'm talking to somebody's loved one. I'm talking to somebody's spirit guide, things like that. I'm talking to spirit, which means I'm not talking to a physical form in front of me. I'm talking to a form that is in spirit, which something you can't see. So when I say this is what spirit says, you know, or it could just be a general spirits are just talking to me all over. You just don't know. So when I say that term, that's what I mean. It could be, I'm talking to somebody's spirit guide. And if you ever want me to know, when I'm doing a reading with you or you see me on a live and say, hey, Lizzie, what do you mean by spirit? Who are you talking to right now? What what does that mean to you? For me, it's just an easy way to say like, hey, I'm talking to your spirit guide or whatever, because I don't want to go into details and be like, hey, so your spirit guide saying or your mom or your dad, it's just easier for me to say it that way. So that's what I mean by spirit. Also, too, I don't know if you guys ever, you know, drive past liquor stores and it says wine and spirits or bar spirits and dancing and spirits. So I, I know from my own personal experience and hearing stories, and I didn't look this up, so I'm not reading this on Google or anything, but um, they, they, they call them spirits, the liquor and the beer spirits, because when you drink it, your spirit changes. You turn into somebody completely different. So I, I think that's kind of cool. You know, it goes hand in hand. So I don't know if you guys knew that, but they also call them that too. So, you know, I just feel like there's a, there's a more wide genre for what spirit means to each person. I feel like it's just a really wide open term for basically anything that's just, you know, I, I can't even explain it because for me, it's difficult. It's, di it's difficult to put it into words. Spirit for you could mean something f different for me, but I feel like it's just people use that term a lot more. So when I say the word ghost, of course, you guys are going to be like, where? Oh my God, a ghost is scary. Oh my God. It's not really a ghost and a spirit are the same thing. It's just one has a different connotation than the other. And I just feel like spirit has more description. Anyway, I'm going to stop saying that word because I feel like I've said it like 500 times in the last seven minutes I've been recording. So I do apologize for that. So there are such things as non-physical entities, which I don't really know much about, um, but I kind of know what they're talking about. So a non-physical entity is an object that exists outside physical reality. A philosophical school of idealism asserts that such entities exist, while uh, physicalism asserts that they do not, posting the existence of non-physical entities leads to further questioning concerning their inherent nature and their um, 
their relation to physical entities. So, I, it's still... What? <laughs> so, a non-physical entity, I guess, would be along the lines of a, a, a time, a place, an energy, something that's still there. So, sometimes we like to call it a reoccurring energy uh, when we're paranormal investigating. Um, it's just a, a blip in time. So, this is like an energy. So, let's say every day in your house you hear a footsteps walking by in your hallway, but it happens at 12, 12 or one o'clock every day. And you're like, uh, my house is haunted, but nothing else happens. Well, I feel like that's just a timestamp an energy that is just left in that home. And it's always going to happen. So that's what I think that non-physical entity means because it's not, it's not intelligent. You're not going to get intelligent responses. There's not anything intelligent that's going to happen. I just feel like it's just, it just runs its course. It's just a part. And why does it happen? I think sometimes that when awful things happen to somebody or it was it happened all the time, you build this energy stamp that's just it's it's hard to explain. It's like it's gonna continue happening because you did it so much that it's literally gained its own energy, its own time, and you've really created this own time loop. So I think that's what they mean by um, the non-physical entities. Um, and we do come across them a little bit in ghost hunting, which is kind of neat. Um, you know, if you guys want to know about it, just, just, just kind of look up the, you know, the reoccurring, um, you know, entities and energies, but, um, yeah. So, um, that's all I'm going to get into that one, just because I don't know enough about the non-physical entities to be like, okay, that's what it is. I just feel like they're so rare. It very rarely happens that it's just, I have a feeling you coming across something like that is going to be very rare in your life just because it doesn't happen. So we're going to get into fairies. Um, a lot of people ask me how I feel about fairies. And I will tell you my personal experience before we get into the description of what a fairy is. Um, I was sleeping uh, like two, th two or three months ago and I heard beautiful little bells like little tinkle bells you know tink tinkerbell bells and it was very cute and I like woke up and I'm like itching my eyes and I'm like looking around and I'm just like eh and I like go back to sleep and then about five minutes later I hear them again and I wake up and I'm like okay I heard fairy bells like what is that well basically as I was meditating and and it coming a little bit stronger with my abilities as a psychic medium I hit a different plane, a different level to where now I can physically talk to, you know, fairies and I can hear them. I've opened myself up to their frequencies now. That's how strong my meditation has gotten. And, you know, that's why I say people, it's, it's important to meditate if you have psychic mediumship abilities because you can grow them and get stronger if you meditate and, and really focus. But anyway, besides the point, um, I was starting to hear fairies and I reached out to one of my really good friends, Selena. I said, Hey, what is that? She goes, you've just tapped into their world. She goes, there are fairies building little houses in your room and all over your, your, your home. And they're just, they're there protecting you. Now the fae is with you. And I said, that's so cool. So that is the first time I've ever come across a fairy. Have I seen one? No, but I'm sure they're beautiful. But I do know fairies can be tricksters, though. But I, I will tell you that it made me feel good that I had fairies, like, building little villages and just kind of hanging out and with me, which I think fairies are just, they're just such cool, they're just such cool beings. So a fairy, also known as fae, 
Fay, F-E-Y-F-A-Y-F-A-E, fair folk or fairy is a type of mythical being or legendary creature found in the folklore of multiple European cultures around Celtic, uh, Slavic, German, uh, Germanic, uh, which is German, English, and French folklore. Uh, a form of spirit often described as a metaphysical, supernatural, or preternatural. Never heard that before. Uh, myths and stories about fairies do um, do not have a single origin, but are rather a collection of folk beliefs from des- uh, from uh, disparate sources. Um, various folk theories. Uh, Theories about the origin of fairies include casting them as either demonic angels or demons in a Christian tradition as deities in pagan belief systems um, as spirits of the dead. That's kind of sad. The label of fairy has um, at times applied only to specific magical creatures with human appearances, magical powers, and um, trickery. See what I said? Sometimes they can be tricksters. At other times, it has been used to describe a magical creature, such as a goblin, a gnome. Fairies at times um, have been used as um, as the adjective with the meaning equivalent to enchanted or magical. It is also used as a name for a place at, um, for a place that these beings come from, a land of fairies. So I I, I believe fairies. There is such I don't know. There, there is such so many stories. Tinkerbell, like everything, like looking at fairies with wings. Sometimes people think they're evil or they're tricksters. I think that they can be tricksters. I mean, why not? You're cute little fairies with wings. Like, what are you gonna do? You gotta mess with people sometimes. So, uh, fairies do exist. Uh, gnomes, goblins, they also exist too. Um, I've had a goblin um, actually torture me once, and it was not fun. Um, I won't tell that story because it's just, it's very disturbing for me. And I will tell you that goblins are not very good creatures. Um, they are very evil. Uh, I would consider them lower level entities, not demonic, but lower level. They're very far above demonic level, but they just, they're not good. Um, a lot of people will use them to attack others, um, and do their dirty work. So, um, they are not necessarily great creatures. And, um, I will tell you if you ever hear the term goblin or somebody works with them, or I would just go the other way. Goblins are not good. Um, fairies are good. Um, you know, but, but are they, are they evil? I don't know. I feel like there can be, I think anything can be evil and good. You know, there's always a balance. So for my, for my expertise, it's always good to have a little fairy friend. And yes, they do exist. Yes, they have wings and yes, they look like us. Um, excuse me. Um, now we're going to get into angels. Okay. So what it says, an angel is a supernatural, um, spiritual being who, according to various religious is God's servant. Um, often depict it, it often depicts angels as benevolent, celestial, um, inter, inter, Metararies between God or heaven and humanity. That was a big word. Excuse me. I've never pronounced that word before. Um, other roles include protectors and guides for humans and servants of God. So, uh, you know, and then you've also got the fallen angels too, like Lucifer himself. Um, but 
I think angels are pretty specific. Do angels exist? Yes, absolutely. I've come in contact with Michael. Um, you know, I've 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 purposely tried to reach out to them and they're all great. They're all good. They are there for you. Um, you know, I do reach out to them. I do talk to them. Um, angels do exist. Do I believe they are servants of God? Yeah, actually I do. I do think that they work side by side with God. Um, you know, I, I do believe that they they help protect and and keep things in place. Now there are angels that have fallen and they're necessarily not good angels either. So um, I believe there are good and bad in everything. Um, angels do exist. So <laughs> don't worry if you were hoping for me to say that because they do. Um, and most of these things that I am talking about today, they do exist. And I know some of you might be like, wow, Lizzie's crazy. Like she's went too far off the path with this episode. I'm not going to listen to her anymore. Well, until you experience something, maybe, maybe you shouldn't put it to the side as it's not real because I've experienced quite a few of these creatures myself and these these beautiful creatures and these beings um, and they're real and most of the time they're good and they're here to protect us and they're here to keep a balance. Just because you can't see what's on the other side of the veil doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Um, are we supposed to know about it? I don't know. I don't know if that was God's purpose for some of us to know and some of us to not, but um, yeah, they do exist. Um we're going to flip the switch real quick and we're going to talk about demons because I know that comes up a lot. Um, have I had a personal experience with one? No, I haven't. And I'm hoping to never. Um, so a demon is a supernatural entity typically associated with evil. Uh, uh, Prevalent? Uh, pre um Historical and religion, occult, literature, fiction, mythology, and folklore, as well as media such as comics, video games, movies, anime, and TV series. Um, let me see here. I'm gonna, da, da, da. A demon is considered a harmful spiritual entity which may cause demonic possession, calling for an exorcism. Large portions of Jewish uh, demonology, a key, a key influence on Christianity and Islam, originated from um, later form of Zar. Uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this. It's a really weird word. Zoroastrianism. Um, if I pronounce that wrong, I am so sorry. And were transformed to Judaism during the um, the Persian era. So, uh, Christians um, believe that demons to be spiritual entities that may be conjured and controlled. The supposed existence of demons remain an important concept in many modern religious religions and occults. Demons are still feared largely due to their alleged power of possessing living creatures um, in the contemporary Western occult tradition. So demons oh boy some people don't even like to talk about them um and that's fine i totally understand why you don't do they exist yes um i do know people that have had personal experiences with them i do know real demonologists who do study it um i just had somebody the other day that messaged me and said that they help with exorcisms on a regular regular basis um for me i had a hard time at first believing in exorcisms and that could really happen to somebody because i never experienced it i was always one of those i got to experience it to believe it type of thing and i don't believe that way anymore because where there is good there is evil and if you don't if you believe in good you got to believe in evil you can't believe in one without the other it just it just doesn't exist um is it easy to conjure them um Sure, if the, if your intentions are set right and your 
your negative attitude is in the right place, then yes. I do believe that people with um, not so strong spirits and souls can get possessed by demons. I feel like people who maybe have had um, horrible luck with um, possession, like alcohol, um, addiction, things like that, suicidal tendencies, um, people with very negative outlooks on life. Um, I feel that demons go after the weak, and that's what they do. Um, you know, that is something that they they are capable 100% of doing. Scratching you, harming you. Um, are they common? No. In my understanding and my field, I have not come across one. I have come across very low, so many lower level entities. And when I say lower level, there are different levels of low guys, you know, there's different like you low the lowest of low is is Lucifer himself. Now, I don't think you can actually conjure him or really talk to him. I feel that it's almost impossible to talk to him or conjure him, but I really do feel that you can conjure something really bad if you have a negative enough attitude. Now, is one just going to come out of nowhere and and get you? No. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. If you're a good person, your intentions are good and you're not really poking at the bear. And what I mean by poking at the bear is like your friend's like, hey, do you want to go do something cool in the forest? Let's uh, let's gut a cat and use its blood to make a, uh, you know, a five star, you know, it's not a pentacle. It's a, I can't, I can't think of the word. Why can't I think of the word? It looks like a pentacle, but it's not. It's called something else. And it's the five stars, you know, and like, let's set some candles and pray to Satan. That's probably going to cause some issues for you. You know what I'm saying? Just make good decisions, you know, do you. I really wouldn't worry too much. And um, I'm going to say this again. When you see a paranormal investigator investigating stuff, please don't assume it's always a demon. That's really annoying for us because we literally are like, it's not. And it's very uncommon. And I get all the time, how do you know? How do you know when you're in the presence of one? You know, okay? You are going to know, regardless of being a psychic, medium, normal person, no special abilities, it, you are going to know, okay? You're just going to know. It's very, the smell, the way the energy changes, the feeling that you get, like everything is going to change and you're going to know. Just don't poke the bear. Don't do stupid stuff. And no, Ouija boards do not cause demons. Like I said, you got to protect yourself. You got to do your thing. I'm just saying that because I know a lot of people are going to ask me about it. So anyway, my rant about demons is over. Um, we're going to move on to gin. I know this isn't a lot. Um, it, this isn't very common for people to know what gin is. I actually just recently learned about gin from my friend Brett over at Breakpoint Paranormal. Um, so let's get into gin here. Um, Jinn, also romanticized as Jinn, a D-J-I-N-N or J-I-N-N, is basically a genie um, with a broader meaning of spirit or demon depending on the source. The supernatural cre creatures in early pre-Islamic Ar Arabian religious systems and later in Islamic mythology and theology, like humans, uh, they were created with philtra. Uh, Neither born as believers nor as unbelievers, their attitudes depend on whether they accept God's guidance. Since jinn are neither in innately evil nor innately good, Islamic, Islam acknowledges spirits from other religions and was able to adapt spirits 
from other religious during its expansion. Jinn are not strictly Islamic concept. Um, they may be present. Several pagan beliefs integrated them. So the term jinn is used in both a collective um, designation for any supernatural creature and also referred to the specific type of supernatural creature, referring to an invisible creature in general. Jinns are often mentioned uh, together with devils and sometimes supportive and benevolent. Uh, they are mentioned frequently in magical works throughout the Islamic world uh, to be summoned and bond uh, to a sorcerer. Okay, so this is what I know of jinn themselves. And um, so... Jin is when you get a haunted doll, and this is how I've been explained, you can actually bind a jinn. You can find somebody that specializes in binding them to things, uh, dolls, whatever it is that you want. They're basically the reason they call them genies is because they become stuck in this thing. And, it, and most of the time they are they are evil, I think. I think that they do cause uh, bad things to happen. So be careful when you get like haunted objects and stuff because some people can actually bind these creatures to them and uh, they're basically one purpose to just haunt you, you know, it, it's just what it is. I don't know enough about Jin to like really get into too much detail. Um, but if you guys want to do some research on them, please uh, feel free to. I just know that that's why they're called genies because they're bound to certain objects. Um we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Um, it's also known as the Holy Ghost. It is a divine force, quality, influence of God over the universe or over his creatures. Um, the Holy Spirit is the third person in the Trinity. The Holy Spirit acts as an agent of divine action or communication. So it, just religious, it just goes into it. The Holy Spirit, it just, of the three, that's all I'm going to talk about it because I'm, I'm not going to get into religion about it. But if you guys want to know what, more about the Holy Spirit, Please read about it. Open up your Bible. You can do it. Uh, poltergeist. Um, in German, it means loud ghost or noisy spirit. It is a type of ghost or spirit that is responsible for physical disturbances, such as loud noises, objects being moved and destroyed. Most claims about or fictional depictions of poltergeist show them as capable of uh, pinching, biting, hitting, tripping people they are also depicted as capable of the movement of levitation as objects such as furniture cutlery and noises such as knocks on doors they have traditionally been described as troublesome spirits who haunt a particular person instead of a specific location some variation of poltergeist folklore has found that many different cultures early claims of spirits that supposedly harass and torment their victims date back to the early 20 the early i almost said 21st early first century but uh, references to poltergeist became more common in the early 17th century. So, poltergeists. I've talked about poltergeists before. This kind of goes with PK children, psychokinesis, um, things like that. Poltergeists are usually created out of negative energies um, and usually manifested from one single person. And it's usually children in their adolescence towards teenage years when their hormones start to change. Why? I don't know. I think this is when the anger is the most... I mean, guys, if you've ever had children and teenagers, have you seen how angry they get? There you go. So I think with their hormones changing and their attitude attitudes it's just it's perfect combination to create a poltergeist i feel that it happens more with psychokinesis in your pk children uh, which is ones that are able to have telekinesis and psycho and and um and um uh, 
yeah, have telekinesis and uh, psychokinesis abilities. So basically, they don't mean for this to happen. It's just the energy takes on its form and things start to move. So there are tons of stories where children um, are screaming and in a bad mood and a knife goes flying across the room because they're causing it to happen in these spirits. Now, sometimes these spirits can get so strong, they can actually pull away from the human and create their own entity themselves and walk around your house basically torturing you. But it will still be with you and not leave you until you deal or cope with whatever is happening deep inside of you emotionally. You can get rid of them, but a person usually conjures them by themselves on accident, and they don't know that they do it. So, if you guys are on TikTok and you ever see somebody's video and all of a sudden a chair goes flying or a door opens or silverware goes flying, guess what? That is a depiction of a poltergeist. Can ghosts do that? Yes, but typically it's not that common. Um, you know, they are the ones that are capable of apportation, which is the ones that can physically move and levitate things, are usually the most dangerous spirits. Why? Because you don't want a knife come flying at you. You kind of want to know when something like that's happening. That's why it's dangerous. So poltergeists are very dangerous uh, spirits upon themselves. I wouldn't even consider them spirits because they never had a soul to begin with. They were created basically off of negative energies, okay? Uh, negative emotions. So whenever you see that stuff on social media, guys, just know that most likely it's not really happening. It's not real. They're probably using strings and all that stuff to make it happen so that you guys think. So a lot of movies will depict will depict poltergeists and not ghosts. Ghosts typically don't do much. They'll flicker the lights. They might poke you. They might make some weird noises. You might hear some footsteps. That's about it. Poltergeists are the ones that you see in movies that they call ghosts, but aren't really ghosts. So just know the difference between the two. It's kind of funny whenever I see these things on TikTok, I was like, wow, they got a poltergeist. Uh, okay. But they don't. They're just faking it. So Know the different, become knowledge on the different types. They make ghosts look bad. Poor ghosts. They didn't deserve that. Um, so yeah, typically when you have somebody that has an issue with a poltergeist, it's it's probably good to speak to a psychotherapist or somebody to figure out, get them into meditation, maybe Reiki or some sort of form, and you'll start seeing the energy in the houses change and things like that. So um, I just know a lot about poltergeists because I, I, I do have a client that particularly uh, deals with psychokinesis and uh, we're helping her get through that. So um, there is a life after them. Okay. And I know the last one that you guys have always wanted to know, a spirit guide. And I talk about these a lot because I've got three of them myself. I have one. His name is Jonas. He is in his 30s, like mid-20s, early 30s, very handsome man. And he's always dressed in Roman warrior gear, like ready to go into battle. He's very beautiful, very gorgeous. I've actually been told that he is um, a soulmate and him and I have been together in different lives, very many lives together. And I was actually his spirit guide in one life while um, he was fighting a battle and things like that. So it's kind of interesting. So I've been told very many things about Jonas. So him and I have been together for a very long time, but it just so happens he looks after me now, right? I also have a dragon that was gifted to me by one of my friends, Selena. I do have a dragon that protects me and as well as a raven. Her name is Rose. I don't have a name for my dragon yet. I kind of let my... Uh, my guides name themselves, so she hasn't named them yet. But yes, you can have dragons, you can have crows. Um, how do you get them? I know you guys are going to ask me. Um, these ones were gifted to me. Um, 
I've gifted some to people before, but I would find somebody that is capable of gifting these type of creatures to you. And um, spirit guides are very important. So the description of a spirit guide is, um, wow. Okay, cool. It's an entity that remains as a, uh, what is that word? Uh, discarnate spirit to act as a guide or protector to a living um, incarnated human being. Um, well before the spread of Christianity and Islam, Africans believed um, and continued to believe in the eternal spirit of the ancestors and the Almighty God. The ancestors are thought to um, thought of as the living dead who continue to show their passionate interest in daily lives through their descendants. Ancestors, uh, spirit guides are s- uh, superior to the living um, and may have. Uh, included deceased parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, and believe that people that have crossed over um, to the other side of life, the spirit guides act as uh, mediators between the living and the almighty God, the way of life as regarded as ancestors, communication or remembering and not um, as ancient worship. So we don't worship spirit guides. Um, I mean, I do not, not in the way like God or things like that, but my spirit guides, it's always important with spirit guides, anybody, and this is for baby mediums, psychics coming in. Um, it's always important to tell your spirit guides that you love them and that you appreciate them. I've known a few mediums that didn't do that and they cut them off which means they were incapable of speaking to spirit on the other side. Uh, they were able, they, they lost their abilities because they didn't appreciate their spirit guides. Uh, spirit guides do not have to help you. Um, I've had some spirit guides that went on a hiatus and decided not to help me one time. So I fired them. Yes, you can fire your spirit guides. I had a handful of them that I completely fired and kept one that I knew was protecting me. Um, and then I gained my other two after that. So I was working with one. How many does everybody have? I guess it depends on the person. I believe that my father on the other side is with me. Um, I wouldn't consider him a spirit guide. I would just consider him like a guardian angel of some sort. I don't feel like he helps me with any of the stuff on the other side. I also, My father was also not very religious when he was alive, so I kind of believe that kind of goes hand in hand with his personality now, and he just didn't take on the spirit guide form. That's perfectly fine. He just watches over me as my dad. Um, I do know some people's family, do they do take on the spirit guide uh, job, and that is what they want to do and that's perfectly fine uh spirit guides do not have to do what you tell them to they are not your servants that is not how it works you treat them with respect just like you would anybody else they were once soul living humans and sometimes they weren't so you have to remember that sometimes they were people okay and you need to treat them as such as if they're your family and you need to remind them how important they are to you all the time now question i get all the time how do you find your spirit guide meditation I hate that too. I hate when somebody said that to me because I cannot sit still long enough. Um, I literally, my eye, my my eyelids would start to flutter. I literally just can't sit still. I tried music meditation and finally I sat down with somebody and they worked me through a spirit guide meditation and it worked. Um, I begged and pleaded for two months for them to please come through. I cried over it. I tried so hard. Um, they will come through to you, but you do meditation. 
<laughs> Sorry, it's the only answer I have. Meditation is really the only way you're going to find your spirit guides. Um, I can't tell you who your spirit guides are. I can't tell you if your family is your spirit guides unless they tell me. So um, that is how spirit guides work. They are not your slaves. You do not tell them what to do. You ask them kindly to help you. They do want to be put to work. Spirit guides do want to be put to work. They're ready to go. They're ready to help. They want something to do, but you must treat them respectfully and tell them that you love them. It's, it's very important. So that is the different types of spirits, entities, creatures, folklore, things like that, um, that I know of that I wanted to go over with you guys, because I get asked that a lot. And I really hope this opened up more questions and wanting you guys to go pick up a book, study some, figure them out. Um, you know, if you guys do any have any specific questions on anything in particular, please feel free to comment either below in the YouTube description, go to my TikTok, ask me some questions, or you can even go to my Instagram. Um, you know, guys, I just started a Discord for Lunar Paranormal, and we are having a lot of fun over there. This is a safe place where people can talk to psychics, mediums, paranormal investigators. No, you do not have to be one of those to join. You can just be a normal civilian coming off the street wanting to learn and maybe pick up what we do and become a paranormal investigator, maybe learn some psychic abilities, you know, so you can do that. So please go over to my Discord in my Instagram, my TikTok uh, bio. I do have a link tree. If you click on that, it'll say Discord, or you can find me by typing in Lunar Paranormal. Um, please go follow me on YouTube and Instagram. A lot of you are not following me on those social medias. And I really hate that you don't because there's a lot of things that are going to be happening with Lunar Paranormal that I'm not going to post on TikTok. So um, with that said, I really hope to see you guys over on my other social medias. This is coming to the end of episode eight, um, nine, <laughs> episode nine. Sorry. Uh, this would be episode nine. I almost forgot. Um, and I really hope that all of you have a wonderful, a wonderful rest of your week. And if you haven't tell somebody that you love them today, and if you haven't been told you are special, you are important and you are more loved than you ever know. Okay. And as always stay strange and unusual. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow Lunar Paranormal on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, stay strange and unusual.